Are you listening to this show hoping to get some golden nuggets to help you on your way to recovery? Well, great. I hope that you find them because that is exactly what this show is for. But if you really want to take your recovery all the way, completely commit and get on track with your goals, whether they be finally feeling overall healthy, finally getting pregnant, or finally getting back to training, you'll want to join us inside of the HA Society. Not only is this the perfect community to ask questions and get your support and the accountability that you so often need during these uphill battles with body image and understanding nutrition and incorporating exercise, but it's also a hub of exclusive resources for HAers. All of the HA podcast episodes are released in advance and completely ad-free, so you can listen on the go to the raw, unedited versions, uninterrupted. All of the one-on-one coaching calls, of which we have two a week in different time zones, are uploaded to our private podcast feed so that you can listen to events with practitioners and the past community calls as though they were bonus podcast episodes, because I know how much you love to listen to this kind of stuff. And in these calls, we cover requested topics like overcoming the weight gain fears, communicating with friends and family about our HA, diving into how HA works, and debunking the imposter syndrome that so many of us have around this diagnosis. There's also an entire resources section with lectures, workshops, and training from the past events that are hosted by experts like Sarah Liz King, Laura Lyons, Kaylee McDevitt, Holly Dunn, and many more. As a member, you also get direct access to myself and Coach Ashley in the DMs. So if you have personal questions or need individualized advice about your recovery, we're in there answering your questions in the DMs, as are all of our other members in the group who impress me week after week with how they show up for each other. It's incredible. It's like women are just all becoming mini coaches for each other. It's so good. The HA Society is really the place to be if you're going through recovery, no matter what stage you're at. Whether you have HA or you've got a few recovery periods, we have your back and we're all your new best friends. So come and meet us at thehasociety.com forward slash join. That's thehasociety.com forward slash join and the link is in the show notes for you okay on with the show welcome to the hypothalamic amenorrhea podcast i'm danny sheriff your host certified fertility awareness practitioner functional nutrition counselor and founder of the ha society and of course an ha recovery coach who has walked where you currently are walking. This is the place to come if you care about getting your period regularly. This podcast aims to educate, inform, and keep you motivated on your period and HA recovery track. So let's dive in. But last thing, nothing on the show should be taken as medical advice, so please seek the advice of your physician. See that room? Which room? The room that you're in with your... Oh, this? Oh, this is... Actually, this is just a crawl space under my staircase. I know, but I want to... There's no room to see. And actually, I need to jazz it up. You know what? Long story. But I I had wanted to use it. And then I had, like, hated sitting in here. Unsurprisingly, I feel like Harry Potter. Like, 
that's a perfect visual. I'm literally under my staircase right now um, because it's like a small quiet room that I have like soundboards up, but I ended up not wanting to use it, which is why you didn't see it. I probably stopped using it and put um, stuff back in. I've been having a really hard time with my whole setup. I can't get my office. Like, I just don't know what I want. I don't know how I want any of this. It's all changing. It's still going to keep changing. All my clients have seen me in like 85 different backdrops. And, (laughs) but, but the reason I'm back in the closet today. (laughs) I hope that you are recording this because this is like real life. I am recording it, but are you ready? Because I've got to, you're going to be like, oh my God. Okay. I'm ready for this, but can I, but can I just pause real quick? I am a nomad too. I used to think that there was something wrong with me. Sometimes I can't make myself work in my office. And I'm always like worried, like, is this unprofessional? Like, I just need a cuter dining room setup so that that looks just as professional. But I think I'm a plant. I have to be like, window. I, I have to be by a window. I have to like, I just, I, I, I can't be in a room. Yeah. No, I can do any of it. I do need to be Bob around. Um, and my office is just like, it's not pretty. It really is like a bit of a shit show, but <laughs> I can focus so well in it. Like it has, I kind of feel like some mm-hmm. kind of like struggling investigative reporter in like one of those awful rented, you know, like in the bad side of town offices yeah. up like just- 85 flights of stairs kind of thing. It that does look like a just focus in there. It does look like a detective's like unkept office and not, yeah. <laughs> that, and I don't mean that in like, a room, <laughs> no, like, like I can envision seeing like open boxes, you know, like those old school boxes where you yes. had to like push them all Archive together boxes. and then have like a lid. I could, once that, like, that is the vibe. It is a hundred percent like <laughs> a dungeon detective vibe. Yeah. I mean, I'll figure it out. <laughs> I'll figure it out dude but okay so the reason the reason I'm in here today the headphones on I have the pop filter and I have the mic and I you can't see but I'm cover surrounded by my soundboards now I've been asked to and I'm now partway through narrating an audiobook because <laughs> I don't have enough on my plate oh my gosh you are so psycho for picking this up but I'm so, but I, it was like, I was like, I've always wanted to do that. Oh, I'll do it. Me. And let me tell you, let me tell you this book. I'm having so much fun. Not only is it like a romance book, but ready. Yes. It's like a native American romance book. So there are some names in here that I'm oh. just like having a red hot go at. And of course I have to have an American accent. In fact, there are almost no, because I, I went and like looked down like, oh, well, what other books are like people looking for? No one wants an Australian accent. It's just not zero titles, British and American. So, and I can do both of those. So it's fine. <laughs> Wait, so did you like freelance this? Like, did you put this on like Upwork or whatever? You're like, yeah, I would totally do recording. No, no, but I did see a particular person was looking for a voice and I was like, I have all the equipment. <laughs> I have everything you I need. Do. And I've you always wanted to do, do it. It's so funny. You know, I I've always very... wanted to do it. Okay. That's <laughs> insane. That, that's, in, that's insane that you're doing that at this point of business. 
but I know, I know. I 1000%, I 1000% support random side projects that just make us happy. So there's that. Yeah. Speaking of that, you know, I mean, this would be like too much, but as I move into my new house, it might be cute if you and I have like matching backgrounds for whenever we like, but that would be not because then it's like continuity and then like we could put it on like YouTube or something. I think it would just I be guess. like, I see so that we can put the, like the, the podcast on YouTube. Yeah. And like, what if clients <laughs> actually saw us with the same background? No, that's what I was like. People are going to be like, that's weird. Like you no, guys, are weird. what weird. are you in high school that you need to be like, no, hey, let's cute. coordinate. No, I think it's like an office vibe. It wouldn't be the <laughs> exact same, but it would be like an office vibe. We could create an office vibe. Where it feels like we're in the same type of office. Yeah, but we're like remote. You could have your own flair. I'm not going with the Florida. I hate humidity. Like mine would clearly be something else. You know what I mean? This but- is not my office. Okay. This is my no. closet. Okay. Your recording closet. Okay. Yeah. Exactly my point. I'm just saying. I actually- Are you going to have a closet that you could record in? And your new house? No, no, I don't think I will have a closet. I don't have stairs. I don't believe in stairs okay. <laughs> in the house. I feel like it automatically like raises the electrical bill and the AC mm-hmm. pumping sure. and all the things. Um, not that I'm against stairs. It's just not my vibe. I'm just saying, I think it would create a cohesive office vibe. Just saying. We don't have to be matchy. Okay. I think it would just well, be- if y'all tell us what you think, because I will do, I'll do it, but it sounds yeah. extra. I mean, we'll see when you get in your house. We'll see um, I think we should take a screenshot of what it looks like now and be like, if you would see us with a similar background, would you not get a medical office vibe? Not that we're medical professionals. Why not- are we trying? Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to bamboozle anybody. I mean, but we I- can wear some white, white coats if you want. <laughs> now I feel like a little stethoscope okay. around the neck. Okay. So Danny um, wants to do lab coats and stethoscopes, even though we don't actually need that. And I just no. want a matching vibe background. All right. All right. Well, I'll we'll get some signs or something. Okay. I'm way more committed to this now. I just see it in my head. For real. Okay. Oh, well, I love that. This, this is gonna be love that really cute. This is going to be really cute. Well, we'll update everyone on on that. And then I'm so I'm excited because I have my cousin is flying in from the homeland, and I haven't seen her in a minute. I haven't seen her since like 2020, so I'm very excited. Oh, that's fun. That's so fun. Yeah, she was like my get drunk party clubbing person. I was just like, about to ask: Is it like, is it like a friend sister? Is that what cousins are kind of like? I mean, like I. Are they like friend yeah. sisters? Yeah, you're like separate enough that you're not sisters. But mm-hmm. yeah, so our parents are siblings, like obviously. And um, we just had always been close. And then actually it was kind of sad. Like she had this awful um, falling out with her own parents. Oh. So she moved in with us, which was okay. like, I was like living with my parents. We were like 19, you know, like 19, yeah. 20. I was like living my best life, like living with my you sort of best friend. We had our own rooms, like it was cool. Um, and then, you know, she she sorted all that out and moved back in with them. And then I don't even remember. I think like 
I just got really we just like went our separate ways you know in in the end there and like now we're different people but yeah that's just like a part of the process so yeah still excited actually, to have her come over yeah I actually don't think that like I guess like when like you hear stuff like that I think like people assume that you have to like be BFFs like every minute of every day and I have so many friends that like I well obviously because I've moved so much you know what I mean I mean like we're still great friends just because we don't talk every day but like the moment like I see them and I get together it's just like and Mm. so like I have a lot of like pick up wherever you're at in life friends you know what I mean yeah I think that those are important ones I definitely have some that I haven't even spoken to at this point in probably over a year because we just live so far away and like the Mm. further you're apart the less you tend to have in common but you do know that like as soon as you're around you could be like hey want to catch up and they'll make it happen and I think that's like a friendship we just had some friends move from so we live in Austin and we had some friends move to College Station which is like I think a two or three hour drive away and they moved there for college um for a couple of years which was like I remember when they were moving and she was so stressed she's like I've got to live in this country town I'm gonna lose all my friends (laughs) um and then she just moved back like a couple yeah like maybe two or three weeks ago um to Austin and we've hung out with them so much. And um, she's like, you can tell that she's so relieved. She sent me this message. She was like, I was so worried that like, it wasn't going to be able to be the same. Cause you know, there are just a lot of us just really struggle with friendships, like maintaining and creating friendships. And so it's like a stress. And I'm like, bro, real friends can go a really long time. <laughs> I truly, I think healthy friendships can go a really long time. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Where you're like, both people are healthy because there's not this like dependency, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. It's an interesting topic for real. It is. Well, that was a rabbit hole, y'all. Topic. <laughs> y'all have heard the birthing of my idea of matching offices which please believe I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna put it out there I want this to be a goal for 2024 so when 2024 rolls around y'all it's gonna be so cute I'm pumped I'm excited like I'm so committed in my head and friendship you know what else is exciting yes HAQ&A so, oh, I do love this yeah <laughs> Um, okay, so I do have a few like that I've had in my um, inbox for two two or so weeks. Um, so might just answer them and kind yes. of see like where things go from there. How's that yes. sound? Okay, I love it. Grace, Grace says, "Hey, I just want to start off by saying thank you for helping out people who are currently struggling with their bodies." Oh, thank you. I was recently prescribed progesterone 10 millimeters in order to restore my period. However, I'm extremely reluctant on taking it. I've been eating more and exercising less, but still haven't had my period back. It's almost a year and a half. Should I take it or continue to try to get back naturally? Please help me. Uh, This is so common right now. Yeah. Or this is just like a super standard part of it. There are a few things that like when we talk to people are like, uh, you could play bingo, you know what I mean? With like um, 
things that people have been through sort of stuff and being put on progesterone is one of them being told clomid and letrozole is your only chance is one of them Mm -hmm. um so yeah super duper common and i do have a video on it i do talk about it a lot but i think it's one of the ones that you know you can't talk about too much because someone there's always someone hearing it for the first time that's true so yeah i do like it so yeah let's dive in the thing with the what is the progesterone right what is that doing so the doctors generally are prescribing 10 milligrams of progesterone to try and induce a bleed like that's what they're doing and some of them see it as a solution or help and some see it as a test i think it's just very depends on on who they are and so thus um some will explain that and some won't. Some will say this should help bring your period back. And that's what happened to me. I had a doctor say that. Um, so super duper common. But the the test piece is a lot more realistic. You take the, the progesterone and we see if you bleed, yes or no. It basically um, pauses because that's what happens naturally, right? Your progesterone rises post-ovulation. And then when it comes to crashing down, it bleeds. So there's an element that's being mimicked there that's causing the blood to come out. And if you have HA, typically, depending on what stage of recovery you're at, you're going to not bleed. That's what we see most common. But there are people where you've been doing a lot of work and making a lot of changes more recently, and you actually might be kind of close to natural ovulation, and so you will bleed. So there's information in that about your problem you know it helps the doctors kind of start narrowing down is she building uterine lining at all okay if she did bleed she does have a uterine lining so something else is causing the period to not come so let's start going down a different testing route so it's kind of like a decision making tool i am actually not so against conventional medicine using it as a diagnostic tool for the exact reason that you just mentioned. I think it's interesting. It's like, we're going to test your level of of estrogen by giving you progesterone and to see if you'll bleed. You mean, so basically see if there's like a uterine lining, right? But I also feel like you can kind of like just run labs, but I mean, to each their own. Yeah. So the question, do you need to take it? (laughs) So I think that they're also testing something. They... They are also testing if there is a, like a functional defect with like, is there something blocking your uterus? You know what I mean? Like, can you actually bleed, you know, those types of things too. So, I mean, we're not against it, but I think where I get a little like, okay, is like when they just like here, this will jumpstart it and then send you about yeah. your way. And, and like, there's actually no other follow-up. There's no other thing. And they actually think it's just going to jumpstart the cycle. Then I'm like, okay, I don't think you're using it as a diagnostic tool. You just can't solve this in a single session. And you can't, and like, this is, this is the pill that you want to give to fix the situation, even though it doesn't fix the situation. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I've had one person. So I've always said like, that's just not how it works. And I still think that's not how it works. I did have one person actually take the progesterone pill and then continue to bleed, like, uh, you know, going forward. 
Mm-hmm. But the thing is like, there's definitely an element there of like, well, how much work have you been doing? Is there potentially some coincidence in there? Yeah. Because like, it just doesn't usually happen that way for people. They don't usually have it kickstart something. So you were probably like, that person was probably pretty damn close to their own recovery naturally. Yeah. And I definitely think it's more of a coincidence or else this would be the one and done solve solution for everyone with HA and it's just not, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I mean, even with like, even with those stats that we're seeing in practice, like one person out of like how many hundreds, that's probably not great odds that I would rely on. Yeah. But for us, like on an intake form, for example, or just chatting with you, hearing whether or not you passed it can just be some helpful information yeah. without, without labs, for example, we're like, okay, mm-hmm. well, like you didn't pass gives us a, an idea of how deep into HA you are. And when we say like how deep it's kind of like how low your hormones are and how long this may realistically take. But if you did bleed, we'd be like, okay, you know, you got some foundational stuff that we can, you know, potentially work with right? Like you've been doing a lot of, you've obviously been making changes already, you know, for Mm -hmm. example. So there's, there's that. I hope that helps. So the answer uh, to, should I take it or continue to try to get it back naturally? We would say you should probably try and get it back naturally. Yeah. And I mean, I do want to be clear, like it doesn't, even if you take it, it's not going to ruin your chances of recovering. It is going to set back the timeline because now we just need to let your body go through that process of taking it, bleeding, and then your body has to go through this like transition phase of like having to pick up on the fact that you're you're no longer giving yourself that hormone and now it needs to start making it, right? So it does not hurt your recovery you know, but it just does delay the, like getting to a place of going back to baseline and now moving forward. So, yeah. Okay. Next question. Hey, are you trying to recover and maybe even fall pregnant naturally? I thought that might be you. And if so, we have created our best ever yet resource for you totally free this is a master class i've called it my master class because i have put everything into this right this master class is designed for you if you have ha or have had ha and are dealing with suboptimal cycles and you're serious about restoring those babies to full optimization and you want to create the ideal foundation for a pregnancy this is going to be for you so in this master class i'm going to provide you a lot of things including a lot of case studies mine ashley's and mishi's as well as lots of our past clients and what their challenges were and what they had to do to overcome it and we cover a really wide variety of types of cases of ha so everything from primary amenorrhea and missing periods for years and years to short-term amenorrhea and what we did to handle that situation as well and how long it took these people to go from HA to pregnant with this system and how long it took them to go from HA to ovulating of course with this system so lots of information lots of case studies lots of stats 
we go through why this is not a weight gain plan and how we actually divide you into phases, the three phases of HA and determine what your starting point is so that you have a good idea of where you need to start with your actual changes and lifestyle and nutrition changes. We even cover questions like HA and people with a normal BMI and recovery for people who have had HA for too long. There's so much in this 60-minute masterclass. Y'all, I'm impressed. And at the end, I'll also be running you through how to get a free HTMA, hair tissue mineral analysis through us, which is a part of our process for recovery and preconception clients that we're happily going to give you for free 99 as a massive thank you, of course, for joining the masterclass. So go to the hasociety.com forward slash masterclass or head to our website and you'll find a link for it and find when the next available presentation is going to be. That's the hasociety.com forward slash masterclass. Um, okay, so Mashed Potato asks, I have suffered from HA from almost a year. Remote, there's that phrase again. I've suffered from it. So interesting to me. What are your thoughts behind that? We like I brought this up before on the show before, but like it, it's a really common sentence in um the recovery questions, and I get it. I totally understand. I think my thing is like I was like no, like your body is suffering from you is how <laughs> I feel. That's just how I feel, and it's just a very like um thinking that this is a disease that is out like not something that like this it feels like a sentence that you say when you feel like it's not within your control at all to like change but that's a total judgment and I just want to like put that out there I feel like it's you know it's important to use the right verbiage in your journey and like your you know to to allow yourself to stop playing the victim so much I can see that. I also wonder if it's just an all-encompassing way of I suffer from all the side effects of HA (laughs) and I just like am not going to list them all out. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's definitely like one sentence. But both. (laughs) But both. Okay, keep going. Okay. I was able to recover my period about eight months ago and it has been regular ever since. (laughs) Yay. I was at a very low body weight when I lost my period, 47 to 48 kilos. I'm... 169 centimeters tall okay for and you i covered what is that would you say it's many kilos uh 47 kilos oh okay. yeah it's really lean i want to say it's like 100 okay let me do it keep going maybe, maybe it's like 130 um and i recovered my period at around 53 to 55 kilos i'm not really sure as i never weighed myself when i was focusing on getting my period back my cycle days usually last 29 to 32 days Okay, so far so good. Okay. The longest it has gone is 35 days since my period recovery. I'm currently 57 kilos and today I'm on day 41 of my cycle. I'm a little stressed as I'm scared if I might lose my period again. I'm so sorry if I'm disturbing you. You're never disturbing me. We love questions. Your content. I do not have a lot of resources here in the area I live as two of the doctors I consulted misdiagnosed me with PCOS and were not all concerned about my severe weight loss. I slowly started incorporating workouts into my routine after around four months since I got my period back. I'm at a very healthy weight, feel very good about myself, 
do not have a lot of anxiety and stress, and also do not worry about food anymore. I work out on alternate days so that I can give my body enough rest. I do not know if I'm freaking out for no reason. I have also not been working out for the last five days and I've been giving myself some rest and the thought of losing my period again is scaring me. So I think immediately I go to, it sounds like there's some changes that you made. Um, and I, and like, this might not be as big of a deal as like you are worried about it is. It just sounds like, um, I think we're just not always great at um, being able to judge how much energy expenditure that we have. You know what I mean? Like, meaning that like, if like you maybe decided to push a little bit harder this month in general, maybe you're a little bit more active, you know, I don't know what part of the world you're in, but it's summertime, there's so many activities, you know, depending if it's a, you know, uh, has like your walking increase, all these things. It just sounds like there's a possibly energy balance, just like not being met. And it might just be like a few tweaks, right? That like you need to make either it's a rest day, maybe uh, it's likely probably eating a little bit more. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know if she mentioned whether she has confirmed that she's ovulated, that like that like these are ovulatory cycles no just length of cycles between right so, so i mean that's, that's like missing that we'll we'll assume like you know may, maybe you are but that's a good point if you are an ovulatory eventually i think the cycles might stop more easily mm-hmm. altogether um so like i know maybe you're a vegetarian or a vegan or something like that the I think something that's important, like a good takeaway for everyone is if you've had that many cycles, forget how many it was, but it was like a handful. Um, one being delayed to 45 days, for example, is, what did she say she was on? She's currently on 41. Yeah, at that point, I get how it's like, oh my gosh, you know, yes, absolutely, there has been a delay. Like something has happened, that's fast. but. Um, the best thing to do with just one period, because this is real life, people without HA are going to have this type of delay from time to time. Mm-hmm. The best thing to do is just be like, oh, okay. Let me adjust. Like what Ashley was saying, what's going on? Like, and, and the reality is, because we'll all be like, I didn't change anything. Yeah, you did. It's just that it doesn't feel significant. And that's kind of where the challenge comes in. It's like, you actually have to look at insignificant things. You know, it's pretty obvious if you had started going back to training CrossFit seven days a week, you're going to know what happened. But in this instance, it you're like, I don't understand, you know, but yeah. the reality is something did change yeah. and it feels insignificant and you just have to find it. And it's not like, I think that the frustrating part is really, are you serious? Like that I'm so sensitive that I have to live my life like this because Mm. otherwise my period will be delayed. Y'all it's like a year, you know what I mean? But yes, it's for like a solid year, you're sensitive and you need to be aware of it. You don't just get to get three periods and then be like completely robust. Yeah. yeah, It's just not how it works. I can now make a lot of poor choices (laughs) and still ovulate 
because those choices are not coming from a place of restriction. They're just coming from like, I'm a mom with a business and something, you know. Um, so a lot of it's like that that first year though, it would have gone, you know what I mean? So you're probably, potentially you don't have a high enough body weight to tolerate stresses. You are still quite lean. You know, you're 169 centimeters. You're quite, you know, you're like moderately tall for a female. And to be at 53 kilos, like most people will lose their period at that weight. So that's just realistic um, that you probably don't have enough body weight to slightly increase your exercise and, and slightly decrease your calories right now. And that's probably what happened, whether it was conscious or subconscious. I couldn't agree more. Um, and like, I have recently just started to go back to CrossFit, which by this is my soft relaunch into like a competitive space to see like how Mm -hmm. I'm doing. And I was just talking to one of our old, uh, members about this. And I, I do believe I'm able to get away with it because I'm like two and a half years postpartum. Like I didn't like rush into it three months, six months, you know what I mean? Or, you know, those types of things. And like, it's so interesting. Um, my soft re-entry, I'm at such a higher weight than when I left CrossFit. And side note, y'all, I can move just fine. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like where people are like, I'm just bigger. No, you're fine. You know what I mean? Um, and so I'm actually able to get away with so much more now than what I would have been able now. Full disclosure, if my cycle gets wonky, then obviously we're making different tweaks, right? But, you know, I'm also going in the morning, which I would have never done and which we don't recommend, you know what I mean? But I'm also, again, at such a higher weight. My intake is so much higher and my sleep is like rock solid on point. And I'm willing to change and adjust if things go south but I am looking at my cycle as like my parameter. But the whole point of that is like, I would have never even thought to attempt that within the first year or probably even up until now, honestly, like two and a half years, you know what I mean? Since like postpartum, you know what I mean? But like, even before that, it's like three years plus since like recovery. So I just feel like sometimes it's like, the goals that we want to get back to may just require us like taking more time to get there in, in order for your body not to be as sensitive. Yeah. And the fear with that is like the timeline. Mm-hmm. For a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? Two years, like two years is just like a lifetime. Yeah. I was talking to somebody and I was like, whenever you're 80 and you're looking back on your life, do you really want to be like, I couldn't wait two years. And so, because I couldn't wait two years, I haven't cycled since I was, I don't know, 20. I have osteoporosis, osteopenia, my thyroid's in the crapper, you know, like all these other, you know, like all these other issues, all because I couldn't wait two years, all because I couldn't delay the goal. Yeah. Yeah. I hear that's exactly it. And it like, that's part of the thing that will, will scare people is like, what are you two years? Like, what do you mean? But you really, it can't be explained. You really have to get to the other side 
to realize like the state, like the way you feel right now, with, like your anxiety and your stress around um, doing this process for an extended period of time, that's not how you're going to feel by the end of it. Like you do change, you do grow, you do transform. And what you really have to do is be like open to saying, like to open to being different in five years. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and I think that I feel like we all accept that as a concept, right? You're like, yeah, because in five years, I'm going to be like better. You know, I'm going to be like this far along. I'm going to have achieved X, Y, Z. Um, we don't think as much about like, I wonder how much more I'm going to know about myself in five years. How much more I'm going to like understand my psyche in five years and how much better I'm going to be at like listening to others and helping others in five years because of the experiences I've gone through. And most oh gosh, people yes. come out the other side of this process like, whoa, I didn't realize that like it's actually a part of my personality to be a great listener and to enjoy like going to parties and to it's like it's a part of my um it's actually a part of my personality to be like easygoing yes like maybe it's part (laughs) of my personality to have a balanced life and not everything's about working out yeah you know we're so afraid of of letting go of the of the comfort of control because we think it's not enjoyable to be chill because we think that it's letting yourself go. Everyone else is lazy. Everyone else is like a mm-hmm. regular non-athletic person or something mm-hmm. like that. I'm telling you right now, all those people have something figured out that you don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and honestly, I just think like the mindset of when you like re-enter something like this, like, you know, like I'll go to class and there's one chick who didn't eat well one chick isn't eating carbs I'm like that's not going well for you at all as she's like throwing up and then like Mm -hmm. there's this other chick who like didn't eat at all and she didn't sleep and I'm just like what are we doing guys but that's the mindset that we would all show up whenever we're in fear of our body Mm -hmm. but what if you actually showed up like nourished you know what I mean? I think it's just wild. Anyways, it's just been a wild experience. You know what I mean? AKA long story short, working out and working out intensely is going to be there down the road. It's not going anywhere. And it's really just like this FOMO that we have. Yeah. And to circle back on why we ended up on this rant based on a question that was like, um, my, my beer is 41 days late is because the, the reality is something changed and it may mm-hmm. have been subconscious or conscious. And if it was conscious, it's probably based on what we're talking about. Slight fears. You're kind of trying to tweak back in the other direction, just a little bit. Oh, I've had so many periods now. I'm not technically, I don't technically have HA. I don't technically have a hormone issue that I'm trying to resolve. So I don't have like a reason to justify continuing down that path no like you do Mm -hmm. have a reason and getting the period back and getting the ovulation back and stuff is just a sign that you are well and truly on your way it doesn't it's not a sign that you're all the way there you need to give it a solid amount of time to really start seeing how flexible you now can be 
with like, oh, you know, maybe Ashley can now like go to the gym in the morning, not because it's suddenly the best choice for her, but because she's able to handle it now. Like yeah. that's sort of the thing. And the, the her body is not like, or her brain is not registering this like, oh my gosh, we're, we're, yeah. we're hungry and we're working out mm-hmm. and she's not planning on eating again till 12. Like that, none of that is happening in her mind. And so there's a trust between her body and her mind and her to do stuff like that. And just, yeah, again, like this wasn't available to me until now. Mm. you know what I mean and so not everything that you want to do may be available to you right now so close to recovery I love it it's like going to uni for four years (laughs) you know graduation is not available for four years (laughs) yeah not available nice try can't (laughs) you can't walk the stage yet thank you Ashley your transcripts you need to go back and do statistics okay your your transcripts are not welcome here yeah for real oh (laughs) that's a personal joke y'all that's a real thing that happened okay I mean this was great I feel like we answered a couple questions we bebopped yeah guys if you have, if you want a question answered on the show, we want to answer it. So go to Instagram and I keep a little tally of them. If I don't like answer your question directly, I'll answer it on the show. You know what I mean? So I do it there on um, YouTube in any of our videos, like put it in the comments and I track questions there, or you can find our contact email on our website and ask a question there. We love that. Hope that you found this helpful. Follow yeah. us on Instagram at the HA Society at Ashley underscore Marie underscore Smith underscore. <laughs> um, no, if matching backgrounds similar, not matching is a vibe. <laughs> I'm emailing. Well, I'm texting Danny right now. My proposed vibe, y'all. So let's see what. Okay. She oh yeah. Send me your mood board. Yeah. All right, guys. Have a good one. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hey there, it's me, Danny, and I want to tell you about TempDrop as a fertility awareness method tracking option. So many of you guys know that we actually recommend the fertility awareness method both as you're going through recovery and 100% after you have gotten some cycles back and you're starting to move forward for the rest of your reproductive years. So TempDrop itself is a wearable fertility monitor and we love it. It's a wearable device, so you put it around your arm and you can use that instead of taking your temperature manually with a thermometer each morning. So I'm personally a big fan of the manual tracking. All of us at the HA Society are, and that's the method that we use, you know, just using a good old thermometer. We use that with our clients because it's the best way to use it as a diagnostic tool, as a practitioner. And it's also the best way to ensure if you're trying to avoid pregnancy that you don't get pregnant. However, manual temping for many reasons is just not always an option. When you're in the middle of recovery, again, we do recommend manual temping, but once you're cycling, the temp drop is actually a really great hack. So it gives you basically everything you need to effortlessly track your fertility status, like where you are in your monthly cycle. So you wear the temp drop sensor while you're sleeping for accurate basal body temperature readings without the stress of early morning wake-ups. So I personally love this because with a toddler, 
My wake up times are all over the place and the occasional sleep disruptions make using an oral thermometer a lot more difficult. So TempDrop's accompanying charting app enables you to track an array of symptoms alongside your basal body temperature. This includes tracking your cervical mucus if you've been using OPKs, and then it also gives you sleep insights too. So you can combine these fertility signs all in one place, and that will help you identify your fertile window, confirm ovulation, plan for your period, and if you're trying to get pregnant, you know, identify whether or not you are pregnant. So whether you're trying to conceive or avoiding pregnancy, or you want to chart for health reasons like HA recovery, making sure your cycle's not slipping back in the HA direction, TempDrop makes fertility awareness accessible to all women, even if you don't have regular cycles or sleeping patterns. So track your ovulation in real time with the TempDrop, and we are lucky enough to have a 15% off code. So if you go to their website, they're usually having a sale, but you can stack this code on top of the existing code. So just go to tempdrop.thehasociety.com and use the code AFHA Society. I think too, if you just go to tempdrop.com and, and use um, AFHA Society at the checkout, that will work too. So happy temping and good luck. This episode is brought to you by Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules. Did you know that in terms of nutrient density, beef liver actually blows vegetables and fruits out of the water? If you're a client of mine, you have already been instructed to eat beef liver either fresh or in capsule form. I recommend it for anyone and everyone who is, of course, dealing with amenorrhea and fertility challenges out there, but I may even recommend it for just everyone in general. Get your husbands on it. Get your partners on it. If you have a history of HA and add on top of that, maybe a history of the pill, maybe you've been pregnant before, you know, through treatments or other, like you've just, your body's been through anything, you know, you're absolutely 100% dealing with a nutrient deficiency of some kind. And while it's true that testing is going to be the best way to understand those exact deficiencies, Eating nutrient-dense real food is going to be one of the most important next steps that you take with or without testing. So I've been using and recommending Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules for years now. And the capsule form makes it so easy to get your liver in every day. And I appreciate the transparency of this product in particular above others. So in case you're wondering, it's completely natural this is freeze-dried beef liver in capsules. It's organic. It's made from Australian beef. And my favorite of their products is the liver with kelp because of the iodine from the kelp, which is important for overall thyroid function, which is often low in women with underperforming hormones. So rather than eat seaweed snacks every day, I get to take this beef liver with the kelp for my iodine. So if you're recovering or working on a fertility journey right now, do not skimp the nutrient-rich source of beef liver. Get 10% off your order with the HA Society and support your favorite podcast along the way. They ship to most countries, so you should be covered. Just go to grasslandnutrition.net and use HA Society, just HA Society, 
at the checkout for the 10% off. That's grasslandnutrition.net with the code HA Society. Thank you so much for listening today, guys. Please subscribe to the podcast. And if you could head to iTunes specifically and leave a rating or review, that would help so much because it makes it easier for other people with HA who are Googling around to find the podcast really easily. So if you do that, you're doing a service to all of the women.